Please note our website has changed to riskcommentary.ca. You're listening to the Risk Commentary Podcast. Are you responsible for managing risk but feel frustrated with a confused process? Your host, Edward Robertson, has helped clients not only face uncertainty but also solve chronic business problems by using clear methods with a minimal footprint. Do it right and your people will smile, love the risk process and invite you back. Stay tuned to find out how. Welcome to the Risk Commentary Podcast. This is Edward Robertson. Episode 001, Is ERM Dead? Well, welcome to our launch. This is the first one of the whole series, and I want to start with a few comments on uh, what the motivation for this podcast has been and who it's intended to address. There are people in risk management who are just sort of shopping around for core concepts, trying to get their feet wet, uh, because they're charged with leading the risk management initiative, or they might want to propose it, but they're not quite sure where to begin. There are others, and I've seen this more and more in recent years in workshops, uh, who have an existing ERM practice, but somehow it's getting bogged down, and they need some pointers on how to fix it. And uh, they're not even sure, in some cases, on how to demonstrate value. And others, uh, the Doubt is even worse because, let's say, people in the C-suite or on the board are wondering whether anyone really has solved this whole notion of enterprise risk management and proven its value. There seems to be too much noise in the whole space, and so in that situation, uh, there's no point in investing in a process that doesn't have clear methods and a value proposition. So if any of those descriptions matches your situation, you've come to the right place because I want to examine first what is wrong with the ERM and then continue with how to do it right. So this is a serial podcast uh, presenting material as best I can manage in sort of a logical order, starting with a teardown and uh, exploding myths, which I think is necessary, uh, to presenting foundational concepts and then eventually to full implementation. So Here's my mission uh, statement for the the whole series, the whole podcast. Um, It is, and I'm quoting from myself, I wrote this a while back, to help you develop uh, an enterprise risk management program that is conceptually sound, practical, and of demonstrable worth. And I describe a low-risk, incremental process that imposes a minimal footprint and delivers on a clear value proposition. Okay, so if you're wondering about my credentials, my background, and so on, I encourage you just to check my bio. Uh, I'm former senior manager of enterprise risk management in the provincial government, uh, author, speaker, and educator for uh, these last 10, 15 years. With successful examples of ERM implementation and uh, dozens, if not hundreds, of successful examples of risk assessment on strategic and operational topics both in public and private sector. The material that I'm going to be presenting is not driven by current events. It consists of perennial principles. All right, with that out of the way, I want to move now to our main points and consider this question, is ERM dead? The thing that really motivates that question is this extraordinary contradiction that I see between, first of all, the um, unprecedented need for enterprise risk management, and that was expressed by a prominent person in in the field, contrasted with the lackluster ERM survey results. So let's go over this in in more detail. Now, the need for effective risk management was expressed by 
Lori Ann Lowry Biggers in a post, actually an interview, that I found that was done back in October of 2019. Still perfectly relevant and timely. Lori Ann is former president of Lloyd's of London for North America, as well as a long list of other credentials. I'm going to put, of a, a course, a link in the show notes to, to this uh, interview that she did, but it, it's extraordinary. Let me just read a bit. She articulates so well and so powerfully the need for risk management. She says, quote, We are in an unprecedented and evolving landscape, unlike anything that we've ever seen historically. Okay, this is coming from Lloyd's of London <laughs> president. She continues, so a few key trends that are uh, driving this increased focus, particularly from the board and the C-suite levels, are rapid speed of business model inter- interruption and disruption, industry change, corporate tax reforms, political uncertainty, increasing workplace violence, reputational and headline risks, cyber threats, unlike we've ever seen, crisis management needs, new litigation, regulatory risks and scrutiny, innovation and technology disruptions. Okay, I'll stop there. Uh, But she goes on, and pretty soon she comes to the conclusion that she better stop enumerating things because there's just uh, too much to deal with in, in, in a short space of a podcast. And later on in her comments, she says that the solution to all this is, quote, to instill it, that is ERM, into the corporate DNA. Okay, so now let's contrast that uh, authoritative view of the need for enterprise risk management with survey results, recent uh, results from just last month, considering uh, here the April 2021 edition of the study that's entitled The State of Risk Oversight, an Overview of Enterprise Risk Management Practices. And this is published by AICPA. That's the American Institute of uh, Certified Public Accountants. And I'll choose a few stats from this study to illustrate my point. Um, While progress has been made in certain areas, undoubtedly, over the years in enterprise risk management, many of the discouraging results are sort of a part of a a multi-year trend of stagnation. So, for example, let's start out with with this one. Uh, 83% of respondents noted, and I'm quoting here, that the volume and complexity of risk have drastically increased over the past five years. Okay, so there we see that the survey respondents are actually confirming what Lorianne had already outlined. Uh, a couple of years earlier. But then it goes on. Only 35% of the respondents reported having a full enterprise risk management practice in place. Okay, and now that number drifted around 25 to 35% in the past eight years. Okay, so not a dramatic change. Next, only 25% reported that their practice was mature. Only 35% reported that risk is addressed when discussing the organization's strategic plan. That, that to me is just, that's mind-blowing. That's just unconscionable. Okay, there's a huge confusion around strategic risk management, and I will get into that. But let me now continue with, with these stats. Okay, uh, the study continues saying, quote, about half the organizations surveyed formally define the term risk. Okay, only about half formally define the term risk. In other words, 50% of the respondents who are dealing with the notion of risk that is not even defined. And that leads to a huge confusion of methodology, which I will get into. Next, heavy emphasis on risks related to technology, legal compliance, and finance, but less focus on emerging strategic and market and industry risks. Next, organizations continue to struggle to integrate their risk management and strategic planning efforts. Okay, that's another quote on on the same point that I made above. So the questions then become, well, why is progress impeded? 
Now, the respondents themselves say, well, uh, risks are monitored in other ways besides ERM. Really? So the, there seems to be some other way to tackle risk, and yet it's being confused with the risk management process. There's something to be sorted out there. Others say, well, there's too many pressing needs. Okay, so despite this unprecedented level of risk, there's too many pressing needs to actually go ahead and manage them. Then other people say there's no requests to change our risk management approach. So people are sort of at a loss to say, you know, what, what else they could do with regard to the risk assessment process. Still others do not see the benefits of enterprise risk management exceeding the costs which is sort of a demonstrably false notion, assuming that there are methods out there that, that are effective. Okay. All right, so that's enough of uh, a sampling from that survey. Of course, I'm going to include a, a link in the show notes so you can see the whole survey for yourself if you wish. My conclusions then uh, are simply to ask the, the questions, well, why is ERM so incredibly convoluted and seemingly complex? Uh, why is there not better take-up? And why is there such a strange juxtaposition between the obvious need and the stagnation of methods and results? Those are really the questions that I'll be answering in detail throughout the whole series. But to start out with, to answer this, I'm going to propose uh, sort of a thesis, and I, I think this is relatively obvious, um, and I think many people have come to the same conclusion. ERM is a young discipline, and it, it has developed uh, over the past several years, let's say since the late 90s. And quite naturally, there's been an attempt by all major institutions, associations, and uh, firms, and so on, in, in the field, in the industry, to, to capture the market and position themselves as the authority. Now, the inevitable result of that was sort of a proliferation of advice. And here, we see all kinds of foundational and conceptual confusion with regard to definitions and methods and practices. Now, it has to be said, um, this is often done by people who had never actually implemented ERM. You know, undoubtedly, there are outstanding examples of good practice. And yet, I dare say that these outstanding examples, wherever they are, are rarely codified and universally promulgated or accepted as standards. And so, well, what am I going to say? Um, the reader or the listener will obviously object that I'm, <laughs> I'm simply adding my own voice to the cacophony. But I do stand on my track record, and I can claim that you know I can deliver on my mission statement, which I'll repeat here. Okay, it's to help you develop an enterprise risk management program that is conceptually sound. Okay, it follows logically from definition to to practice. It's practical. It's not overly burdensome with respect to resources, and it is of demonstrable worth. So we can prove the value. What I'm talking about is a method that is internally consistent and applicable in public and private organizations of all sizes. And here's the thing, it's tested. It's been tested over the years. It's finally honed by me with clients in all kinds of administrative settings. And it's judged to be of value by the practitioners themselves and by third-party auditors. It's actually stood the test of time. So in conclusion, really it's the mission of this podcast to enable risk champions to succeed. But in order to do so, I really must begin with a teardown of sorts uh, in the form of exploding what I find to be prevalent myths. Only that way can, can we sort of level set, clear the decks, and set the foundation for a concept of enterprise risk management that is uh, practical and, and feasible. Now, the fact is I've got quite a lot of material with respect to misconceptions in enterprise risk management. I'll give you a few examples. 
people might think that the international standards, the ISO 31000, COSO, and so on, give really good ERM implementation guidance that is authoritative. And yet, that's not really the case. Another example would be the various pre-existing risk management disciplines and practices in different fields like health and safety, uh, IT security risk, even environmental assessment, and so on. These will all be replaced by ERM, and that's how they should be handled. No, that's not really the case. Here's another one. Managers, directors, and analysts, and CEOs, these people, generally speaking, know how to implement new programs. Well, the evidence says otherwise. So I'm going to be addressing these various misconceptions and myths and also talk about their obverse, in other words, the positive conceptions that we can take away and lay the groundwork for a new concept of enterprise risk management. So thank you very much for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you again on the next episode of Risk Commentary Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please note our website has changed to riskcommentary.ca. Visit today for episode transcripts as well as books and online courses. That's riskcommentary.ca.